This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at The Freehouse. Look for new menu items like their better-for-you comfort foods, including the tuna poke bowl and spaghettini primavera, plus seasonal favorites like the new maple grain salad, beef stroganoff, and carrot cake. Lex and Dawn, we are going to have a happy hour at the Lowry. How does that sound? Amazing. Okay. They have, you know, they still have their comfort foods like the steak and pierogies. They have the Nashville fried chicken sandwich, but they have new things as well. Ooh, like what? Well, and they're better for you new things. Did you hear that, Don? Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, they're calling it new, better for you comfort foods like a tuna poke bowl, which I love, a spaghetti teeny primavera. Ooh, yum. I'm going to try that. I know. Lex, let's lady in the tramp that. Ooh, yes. This is a tramp. Ew. Well, we'll let them figure that out. (laughs) And then after all of that, you can try the carrot cake. Lex, I know you love a carrot cake. I love carrot cake, and I cannot wait to try theirs because everything there is so good. And Dawn, you can have like a spoonful. Okay, great. Dine with them, make reservations, do takeout all at thelowryuptown.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at my talk 1071.com of Jason Matheson. And joining me today, filling in for Alexis, please welcome Don McLean. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. <laughs> uh, good morning, Don McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. And good morning to Grant. Hey, Grant is here. Good morning. Grant is here. Good morning. Good good to see you, and good morning to all of you on this Wednesday, November 4th, uh, 2020. 602 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Ooh, uh, welcome to Stress Awareness Day. Welcome to National Candy Day. Welcome to National Chicken Lady Day. Oh. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Don McLean, how is your tea today? Oh, it is decisive. It's courageous, courteous, diplomatic, sincere, and dynamic. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Kinder Mattel? I don't know what I'm drinking this morning, Jason. (laughs) The uh, The containers, they're unlabeled. So it's either the fear and loathing blend or the utter disdain blend. Uh, I guess I I have no idea. Oh, really? Maybe it's half and half. Yes. Uh, Grant, how was your liquid? I don't know what you're drinking, but how was your liquid? uh, After last night, I'm going with the scotch. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Keeping Good. it real at work, right? Yeah. Well, similarly, uh, I have a little Kettle One with my coffee today. Yes. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 Mm. So Alexis, as we said yesterday, was very smart. Uh, she decided to take the day off. Uh, damn her um, for requesting this day first. <laughs> she was so innocent. She got that. She got that vacation request in uh, slyly. She just said, "Oh, I'm going to take these days off." And these eleven days. <laughs> these eleven days off, and knowing that Dawn and I would be like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." Uh, but then, upon further examination of said days, you realized that one of the days was the day after the election. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, oh, she's smart. You she's very smart. Little minx, you. And she's really smart, considering uh, the day is already starting off not well. Um, I, um, I uh, The computer isn't working here. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> of course it isn't today. What's what's worse than the day after a long election uh, when we still don't know what the hell's going on? Uh, what's worse uh, coming into work and the stuff isn't working, um, and and the stuff the stuff is really necessary today because um, uh, I was going to play a whole bunch of funny best of stuff um, to make everybody forget about what's happening <laughs> and, right. what's, and what may be happening for the next couple days, fighting and fighting and counting and fighting about the counting. So I wanted to play a whole bunch of funny birthday pranks, a whole bunch of funny uh, uh, bearing Alexis, um, all of that just vanished about 15 minutes ago um, because the computer that I use every single day, they did an update last night. That's what happened. And nobody told me. And uh, nobody told me. And uh, that update... Uh, has updated me right out of uh, of uh, productivity today. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's a I got great a lot of thing. dumb crap on the grid we can talk about. And you can just oh. sit there and go, uh-huh. I mean- well, I was sitting there. Yesterday, I had about an hour and a half. I went down to vote. It was easy, pleasy cover girl. I mm. went down to the Minneapolis, the main library. That was my polling place. I walked right in. I said hello to the volunteers. Did you really? Walked right in. I was in and out in 10 minutes. I called Shut Colin. Up. Yeah. Oh, Colin goes, are you, are, are you done? Are, have you gone to your mom's yet? And I said, I've done both. I've already dropped coffee and mailed them to Dar. Yeah. And I said, and now I'm, I'm, I'm done with the polling place. I'm, I said, I'm heading back home. And he goes, oh, wow. I said, yeah. So I, it was great. <laughs> I said hello to the volunteers, thank them. This is one of the I know, there's so many things uh, and we're going to try to forget about the election for the rest of the show. But I, I do want to say I, I was so delighted to see the youngins stepping in for the older volunteers at these polling places. Oh, um, that's wonderful. Gen Zers, you know, really came out in force as far as uh, replacing the older folks who, with good reason, were a little worried about being in smaller spaces and confined spaces and, and indoor spaces. Cause usually I'm not trying to stereotype, but it's, I think you could, I think it's certifiable fact, but what's that nowadays? But, um, that a lot of polling workers typically skewed young, uh, older, they were in the older demographic. That's, but yesterday it was all youngins. And I, so I thank them all as I'm going from person to person, like I called her Roberta, uh, she laughed and and she goes, "I'll take that name." Um, I said, "Roberta, thank you for my sticker because that was the best part is getting <laughs> yes. that damn sticker." But um, it was delightful to see so many young people 
volunteering yesterday at the the various polling places. I heard that from a couple friends too. So, but yeah, yeah that's it great. Was, I was worried about that. You know, yeah, something I thought about. Uh, we played a clip yesterday from a comedian. I can't remember who it was, but uh, he was talking about how um, uh, people at polling places are usually like. 270 years old oh gosh so it's true it's good to see that people um are volunteering their time and everybody's yeah. coming together to help out yeah it, it 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 was so it was delightful it was wonderful to see and um and it was exciting uh, last night uh, to watch Kornacki um I was tracking Kornacki that was an actual Twitter hashtag yesterday um, I put up my red and blue lights around my TV. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Um, and Colin came home. He's like, wow, this looks like Rockefeller Center up in here. <laughs> I said, yep, I'm ready to go. You can see actually a video of it. I did an Instagram story so you can see what I did. I, I uh, All my shelves, I had this little lighting thing. And I t- turned it to red and blue. And uh, he was like, wow, you're going all out. And I go, that's right, sure am. And we got some Chinese food and... Uh, and there we go. And now here we sit, not not knowing still um, anything, not knowing uh, a lot. And I don't think we will probably. No, probably not until Friday when Pennsylvania no. decides to to count count all their votes. One, <laughs> what? Two. Oh. Three. Start over. I lost track. Start but, over. Oh, damn it, Kenny! One, two, three. But uh, but hey, that's the way it goes. I I kept hearing this yesterday, and it is funny. We think of because, you know, when there's decisive victories, we are so spoiled with election nights. We think it's like a reality show. You know, we think it's like a <laughs> and, it, and it is we we take for granted that most times election nights are decided the night of. But that's really not always the way it goes. I mean, look at 20, uh, look at 2000 anyway. Um, and then the anchors took pains every network foxy every network anchor took pains to say that repeatedly of like you know just so you know you know (laughs) pennsylvania is you know it's gonna be like till friday because you're counting uh, by hand is there a reason i should have researched this but i don't understand why here, here's what I don't understand. Not only, and let's just pick on Pennsylvania. For yeah, just a second. I mean, why do states start counting? It's I, not I, even. Is it, is it a technology? Because I know California invested a lot of money in technology. I don't think so. And this is what's even crazier. And Kenny, I don't know if you saw this. It's not even statewide, county by county in Pennsylvania has different rules. So one county. Uh, can start counting in you know one way and another count. There's not even a clear, a clear system statewide. I don't know. I I really think we said this yesterday. I think the states, if the resources are available, they should start counting as they come in. I it's don't know. not like it's going to change it, and and we yeah. don't need to know. I don't think they need to, and because I think that would influence the vote. So yeah. it's not like we want them to tell us. <laughs> No, you know, early, just get started earlier because we're one of the early tabulation states Mm -hmm. Um, and and Florida is too. say what you will about Florida. But they've learned lessons over the last 20 years from the hanging Chad debacle. (laughs) You know, they tabulate. That's why you saw a dump of information early from Florida. They, They tabulate as you go. And I think they report it to the secretary of state's website so you can keep track. 
I don't know why all the states don't do that. It would then. Then you would come closer to what Americans, you know, then you could come closer to a Netflix election right. <laughs> when you want it, where you want it, how you want it. But that would take all of the states counting as you go. And, and we're, we're not there yet for whatever reason. So um, I'm going to guess that it's 612. I don't it know is. that because my computer's not working, but it is, uh, it is 612. It's Perfect. 612. Good job. Let's, let's t- thank you. I'm just kind of spitballing here, which <laughs> is the theme of this show today. Spitballing, uh, which Kenny loves. Uh, we have we have no net. We have no plan. Uh, well, I did have a plan, but that exploded. Uh, uh, and we'll continue when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm on Talk 1071. I'm Jace. Lex is off today. Don, Kenny, and Grant are here. Kenny, uh, you have a little traffic situation going on? Oh, relief. Um, I thought it was... Westbound 94. Hold on, where am I looking at? Weaver Lake Road. It turns out it's on Weaver Lake Road, so the main line not affected. Uh, but it looks like we have a crash in what I'm going to call southbound Weaver Lake Road at I 94 in Maple Grove. Nobody getting through on the southbound uh, side there, but the main line, again, not affected. So that's good news, I guess. Yeah. We'll yeah. take it. We'll take yeah. it today. We'll absolutely <clears throat> take the good news. Even if we have to make it up. We'll just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dawn, I hear you got a very interesting package. Oh, I got, I went to Total Wine and I got a a mixed pack of non-alcoholic beer to celebrate Mm. the election because I don't drink. So uh, I tried a bunch of them. Um, I'm editing together the video as we speak. And um, I found that after about the third one, I was really full. I'm like, I can't drink all these beers. I had to pour out half of them. I spent 20 bucks. Um, So the first one is a local brew, and it's called Hairless Dog. And it's really good. I mean, I can't believe how much it doesn't. It tastes like just a real IPA. So that was really good. It's 0.0%. Um, and then let's see, what other ones do I have here? Oh, I tried, um, this one is called Hellraiser Dark Amber. That's from Wellbeing Brewing Company. And I think that was my second favorite. Um, oh. and uh, then I have a uh, Donna Valentine. She was doing a Sober October and she suggested O'Doul's has a really good non-alcoholic beer. So I tried that one as well. That oh. one... Not great. I'm like, mm. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th. Only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line.
this is a little skunky, kind of smells like weed. I had to throw it out. <laughs> weed. I'm like, oh, open it up. And I was like, nope. Um, and then let's see another one that was extra skunky, which I'm sure we're all familiar with the skunkiness of Heineken. They have oh, a 0.0 non alcoholic. That's yeah. what we call that. Green death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, that one was not great either, but I don't really love Heineken anyway. Like, I don't really like the taste of Heineken. So if you're a fan of Heineken, it doesn't taste much different if you're trying to do alcohol-free or mix in a few where you're not, you know, getting wasted yeah. uh, and you just want to kind of fool yourself. That's definitely, you can definitely fool yourself with that one because it tastes pretty much just like Heineken. Uh, then Which- there was... Go Is ahead. Saying a lot, Kenny. I, I don't know. I'm not a beer guy, so uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, if you drank uh, Heineken when I was a kid, we had a <laughs> extra respect for you. Because <laughs> oh. yeah, because it was like Don said, not easy to drink. It's it's skunky. It's, you know what I it's mean? It's an acquired by that? taste. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. What um, do you mean? It just does it have a weird aftertaste, or it's like you smell it before you smell it. You're smelling it when you're drinking it. It's just a it smells like a skunk. It's the only way that I can put it. Um, <laughs> and then, Ew. and then a couple of other ones. Uh, the third one I tried was called Upside Dawn, and it's from Ath- Upside Dawn, like upside down. Uh, it's from Athletic uh-huh. Brewing Company, and it's a golden beer in a can. I was really hopeful for this one because my name's in it. And it has a cute can. That doesn't mean what's inside is good, you guys. It's just, um, it wasn't great. And you know what? I think it's because I tried to, the two I tried before were my favorite. So it's hard to follow up with that one. I was nervous that it was a local brew. And I was like, oh, I took a drink. And I'm like, "Eh, nope, don't like it. Not my favorite. And then I searched the can. I'm like, God, please don't make this be a Minneapolis beer. It's not. It's made in San Diego. Oh, thank God. So in my video, I say, ah, screw them. It's from San Diego. Um, Then we've got um, the last one I tried was called a Brooklyn Special Effects. And this one has 0.5%. The other ones are, except for the, the dark amber hellraiser are all 0.0 so this has a little bit of alcohol in it but about the same as if you're drinking kombucha that has alcohol in it you know it's not going to affect you or or uh, regular oduls um so this one wasn't great either this is coming from uh brooklyn and i don't mind saying that i didn't like it it's a uh, very hoppy so out of all of them, I loved the local beer. And I'm not just saying that because it's local. It is the best. It's called Hairless Dog. They have four different flavors. Uh, and those tasted the most like beer and not strange or skunky or, you know. Yeah. Definitely. I could see drinking that and not even knowing that you're not drinking a real beer. Oh. Yeah. I, I, you're not a beer fan, I, are you, Jason? No, I am not at all. See, so before I decided to stop drinking because I couldn't really lose weight at all, <laughs> um, I I was a big craft beer fan. You know, I love I trying know anything, and uh, you know, so you kind of think you miss it. But then, honestly, I had to pour out half of these because I couldn't. It was just I felt heavy, like oh, I can't drink anymore. So, yeah, it was I, fun though. 
I, I I wish I liked beer. I joke about this all the time in the summer when we're on the pontoon, like so many of you. It, my life would be easier uh, because Mama Haas just grabs her Bud Light and she's going to town. <laughs> the high-maintenance gaze, we have to bring a cooler. We have to bring a cocktail shaker. We have to bring ice. We have to bring a bottle of Kettle One. We have to bring club soda. Yeah. We have to bring a stirrer. We have to bring lemons and limes because right. Colin and I have to have different fruits in our drinks. We, <laughs> we just can't have. And what I just said, I'm not kidding. No, that's, that's true. That's, I've, I've been on been your there. boat with you. Yes, yeah, it's it is. I just wish I could crack open a can on yeah. a nice summer morning. Right. But alas, I cannot. Right. Hey, guys, coming up on 626. Stay right there. More right after this. Stay with us. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 71 everything entertainment. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn is filling in. Kenny's here. Grant's filling in for Dawn. Nobody's filling in for me. No. No, I'm right here. Oh. We're all we're all here. Right, Kenneth? Right, Kenner Mattel? We're right here. Uh yeah, I'm I'm sort of here. Just fake yeah. it. Just yeah. fake it, please. Just for the sake of uh, <laughs> yeah. Please. Um, I tried to, I was, I felt like Don McLean there in the commercial because the engineers are trying to fix whatever is wrong with my system. And uh, I have no idea. So I'm, I'm on my knees underneath the counter thing, the desk, yeah. wading through wires, trying to <laughs> unplug. Yes. And, and I love, it's like the Fonzie thing. I love that the, Everybody's always go to explanation or fix is to oh just reboot it yeah you know, yes. oh just it's, reboot it yeah just uh, unplug it and plug it back in I love that that's the international it is that's the international go to <laughs> fix it solution is oh just reboot it so I I and so I did. I rebooted. There's a. I have so many little boxes here in order to connect to you guys. So the engineer was like, "Okay, well, reboot the greenish bluish box." Which, by the way, I'm, I just love these instructions. So I'm underneath. I'm underneath, and I and I think I look at the various boxes on my on my desk, and I think, "Well, this is the nearest to a bluish black, uh, bluish greenish box I'm going to get." So I'm just going to unplug that one. I, who knows? Yeah. So I, I unplug that one. And then I tell the engineer, I said, hey, I, I, I did that. He goes, now reboot the computer. So the computer that I need to reboot is the same computer that connects me to you, uh, the, to all of you guys. So I, I rebooted it. And for about two seconds, it was telling me it couldn't log me in, not even to the radio station. And I thought, oh, now this just went from DEFCON 2 to DEFCON 4. Today? Why today? Out of all of the days, why God, today? I, I I actually I like I said I had an hour yesterday where I have a like Kenny does I have a a, a, com, a company computer that I take home and I can preview sound effects and stuff like that. So I laid out. I was listening to a couple funny best of things. I put them on the wall. I I actually was organized, which is hard for me because you knew um, you were going to be tired. Well, I knew I knew we collectively and all of you listening. I knew y'all just needed an escape from Wolf Blitzer. So I just uh, you know I had all this stuff planned. 
all of the stuff uh, is inaccessible to me. So, you know, that's what happens, mm-hmm. though. When you make pl- that's what happens. The best laid pl- I don't know what that saying is. The best laid plans are left unsaid. Are left unplanned. <laughs> I don't know. Undone. I don't know what the saying is. I have no Rotten. idea. Yeah, I There's think a... I need to be rebooted. Could you uh, unplug me and plug me back in? Because I made, I made uh, a mistake. Sure can, dirty. Here, man. You did? That last traffic report, eastbound Highway 10 is, in fact, backed and stacked and running ugly approaching southbound 35W. They turned the camera around it. Oh, my, what a shock I saw. Uh, so if you're on eastbound 10, be ready to ride the brakes from Airport Road down to southbound 35W. There. Now I've been rebooted. Okay. Now I've been better. There's a British now show called The IT Crowd, and it's about IT people in the basement of this building. And ev- the way they answer the phone is, did you try turning it on and off again? That's what they say when they answer the phone. Yeah. That's basically what they told me uh, with this. They're like, okay, well, just... Uh... Hit this, and then re- I'm like, I, I did all of that. So, and I'm kind of a techie person, but not. I, I have no idea. Anyway, this year's spe- been crazy with all of our tech stuff, hasn't it, Jason? Oh like, my goodness! Yeah. I am basically an engineer. I, I basically climb the tower in my off yeah. time. I <laughs> go. I'm in week. the server room doing stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yep. But you, I'm you fine. I week. like to know more than. No, I less. do too, but uh, but sometimes I don't. I, I thank you, thank you, Ken. I, I sometimes I'm I don't want to know. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know how this works. This what, what Grant? The best part is too. It's like you know. This is the language to describe it to him. It's like they say, put the circle in the circle, but all you have is an oval. You know, and then they say, put the square box in the square shape, but all you have is a rectangle. So that's how I always describe when I'm communicating with <laughs> yeah. engineers because it's like I see where you want me to put this. But I don't know exactly what button you want me to push. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of I was I, I, I laughed how you were talking about the the reddish bluish thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally the text message. And 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 this is you know look I uh, this is not dissing or busting on the engineers. No. I woke the guy up, but the text I message hate was just calling Mike in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. hate uh, it. I know, uh, but I was just, uh, but that was the actual text message. Was Jason? I'm going to need you to unplug and plug back in the green blue box, <laughs> and then, then the scavenger hunt uh, began. To maybe find this they'll get it figured out by. Let's be hopeful tomorrow? by seven thirty. Oh no, no, uh, they're telling me it's uh, no, it's done. No, it's, uh, it's done for the show. So. I'm oh. going to be, yeah, it's Whoa. done for the show. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, oh, my be, gosh. I'll be, not only w- was I already kind of planning on flying blind today, um, but now I am all three of the blind mice. I'm just all three us, of them. Yeah. If you yeah. can remember, just tell us where to pull it up, and Grant and I can find stuff for you. Yeah. yeah or I, I th- act yes, out all the drop-ins that you normally do. <laughs> like the lady that doesn't like sharks and uh, the ocean. Just, oh. just a- act that out. Oh, uh, sure. I we could d- d- yeah. d- do my talk community. Well, we've already started it with War of the Worlds. We'll just do my mm-hmm. talk community theater. Yeah. Why yeah. not? It's a, probably yeah. a good idea. You know, I don't know. Hey, what's going on with Erica Jane? Can I ask? You can. Every look yesterday in my world, uh, people were more worked up about this than they were about uh, going to vote. Uh, so Erica Jane is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she's one of the most popular, and she's married to. A high-powered uh, attorney who I believe worked with Aaron Brockovich, and his name is Tom Girardi, and they've been together I think for like 22 years, and and by all accounts, by all, 
appearances. They had a really stable, really well-balanced marriage. So she filed for divorce yesterday. And I if you don't watch Beverly Hills, this this won't this won't register much with you. Your needle won't move. But let me just say, out of all of the real housewives marriages, mm-hmm. the reason this is getting play is because all of us Bravo fans, we are shocked because they seem to be very happy. They seem to be one of those couples that had a really great arrangement. And what I mean by that is Tom seemed to let Erica do her thing and live her life. And they were very, it seemed very independent. Um, You know, they would spend time together. But if Erica wanted to go on a trip, she went on a trip. And Tom would go, you know, uh, would be away for cases for, for long periods of time. My point being is they seem to have a really great rhythm to their marriage. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, uh, there's no indication that there was any cheating or anything, but she was the one that filed. So you do have to wonder, was there some cheatings? Well, they've was- been married since 1999, it looks like. Yeah. He's 81 and she's 49. Way to go, girl. I'm sorry. Did I come out loud? I'm sorry. Um, Gosh. Way to go, girl. Oh. But, yeah. So I What? Wait a minute. What? what? He's how old? He is 81 now, and she's 49. They married in 1999. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, but like, but it's not, but it's not, it's, again, age difference aside, they seemed very happy, so it just makes you wonder: Did did the fact that she was the one that filed? Uh, that is the odd thing. And then, was there infidelity? Maybe the balance wasn't as great. Maybe the time apart uh, did take its toll on their on their relationship because they really were apart a lot. Um, and, and, and I, maybe the pandemic has made them come close together, and they're like, mm, it's better when you had to be away from me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's happened. That's happened to all, you know, the, the, the pandemic divorce thing. Um, statistics. It, it, maybe you're right. So, I don't know. I, I, I It just makes me sad, because I really liked these two, and I really like her. But it will make for a very, if I can be selfish for a second, it's going to make for a very interesting plot line. Because they're filming right now. Um, they're filming the new season of Beverly Hills as we speak. So, I don't know. I do know this, though. I'm speaking to G- uh, Garcelle on my talk show. Uh, I'm doing an interview with her right after it's going to be pre-recorded. Oh. And Garcelle is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. So, I will, I will of course, get... Uh, and Garcelle and Erica get along. So, I'm anxious to get her reaction to this. Um because Garcelle's pretty much a straight shooter, so I'm sure wow. she'll say something. So, okay. uh, Hey, guys, listener rewards for November, they're hot. You can win a $1,000 little blind spot window warm-up, plus uh, gift cards from Lunds and Byerly's, Ikea, Crisp and Green, love them, Punch Pizza, and more. Punch Pizza, by the way, Meryl Streep's favorite pizza place around here. Oh. Uh, that and more. Sign up for listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Stay right there, everybody. When we come back, Meghan Markle makes voting history. And Dawn watched The Queen's Gambit, the show that I was talking about yesterday on Netflix. So did a lot of you. I can't wait to have that conversation. That and more when we come back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk about 071.
Everything entertainment. Everything what? I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. Grant's here. You're here. Thank you. Um, Meghan Markle. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Made a little history yesterday, Dawn, did she not? Yes, she did. She is the first royal to ever vote in a U.S. election. Oh. Yes. Um, Obviously, they don't... They have separated from from the British monarchy, but yeah. um, her voting in this election is uh, it's really different than anything we've ever seen before. Uh, you know, she's been outspoken about getting people out there to vote. Uh, Prince Harry has been criticized for being in the, those videos as well, because people are like, well, what, what does it matter to you? you? You're not going to be able to vote in this election or yeah. any election. Unless he fully becomes a U.S. citizen, which I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, so she is the first person in the modern royal family to vote in a U.S. presidential election. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, and, you know, good for her. I, are you? How do you feel about them living over here and breaking away? Do you think they regret the decision or no. it, that they still no. are fully no. on board? I think they are fully on board. I think as much as there are advantages to being a part of that ecosystem, I think the disadvantages and quality of life issues that you have to deal with far outweigh um, are, are, are crushing compared to the positives. I think, yeah, I really do. And I, and I also think Harry's never... I think it's partially because of the way in his when he was a young kid. I think it's partially the way he was raised by his mom. You know, Princess Diana made such a big deal. I remember those publicity photos, you know, taking him to Disney World and uh, taking him to parks and making sure, you know, they lived as normal, whatever you can. I mean, as normal as you can be with a royal. Right. I think that really rubbed off on him, even though he was so small. I think that desire for um, even um, a thin layer of normality. Right. I think that really stuck with him in a way that it did not permeate with his brother. I think he and I, I, I and I also think both of the boys, I think that both of the boys realize, again, even though they were small, they know that at the very least their, their mother's public life played a role in her demise. Yeah, and I think that weighs Absolutely. heavily on them. Yeah, I That's think why that he is fights the tabloid so much. Yes, you know, you can't help but be changed by that. And I think that is why I, I, I actually think they are way happier being removed as much as you can be from that whole galaxy, right? Um, and not looking back. I and don't think he. I don't think he regrets it a bit. He's looking at his wife and seeing how much pain yes. she was in, and how the the press and and you know especially how cruel they are um, over there to her. That he saw a pattern repeating, and he's like, "I'm not going to do this." It's, it wasn't about uh, him, really. It was about her and protecting her from that, yep. or trying to remove her from that. And 
I bet they are way happier. Oh, yeah. Uh, he reminded people, you know, whenever he got criticism about speaking out, about getting, you know, in videos with Megan saying, you got to vote, you got to register to vote. He reminded people that because he is a royal, he has not voted in any election because they're not allowed to as members of the royal family. And they're meant to stay out of political affairs. That's why people were watching uh, Britain sort of saying, seeing how their reaction was to him even speaking out about voting, because that's not normal. It's not something that he would normally do. So but he's not he's over here now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's, um, you know, it's it's interesting because um, he still wants to, you know, show his support of of her and what she's doing because they're united. They're married. Yes. Yes. Seriously. Interested observer. It seems to me if he's running from the press, he sure is seeking out attention a lot. Oh, I mean, they, they managed to stay in the news and in the public eye. Is it just a, a different form of paparazzi and press and, and whatnot in the United States than it is in Britain? And, and what's stopping those British rags from coming over here and doing the same thing? Well, I'm not saying they of, aren't doing that. They just don't. So. They're, it's, they're not as accessible. So um, they're not right in their backyard. <laughs> so I think that... Um, they don't get as much attention over here. And they do have businesses where they need to be out in the public and promote themselves, you know. Yeah, and, and also, Kenny, it's 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 a fascinating thing as the 90s wore on and then into the 2000s. Um, you know, the tabloid press here, I th- th- there was an article about it, I believe, in The New Yorker a couple months ago. The tabloid press here is far less potent and far less important as it is still in Britain, which is so interesting. It, the, 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 the Inquirer and the Star used to be so important and so um, successful in the 80s and the 90s. And, and it, you know, they made a lot of money off the backs of, of, of the royals. And the interesting switch here uh, as of late is the fact that eh, nobody really pays attention to the to the American tabloids anymore, even if the royals are on it, and I know that's not exactly what you asked, but I it, just an offshoot of this conversation that I find interesting is like they don't have the power bottom line that they used to. These the tabloids, the tabloids in the UK, they are still as they are still as mean spirited. They are still as vicious mm-hmm. as they've ever been they learned nothing people thought there was going to be a reckoning after diana no 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 probably worse now and i think our tabloids we get bored and we move on quicker they don't ever move on no it's like their main focus you know there are other of course british celebrities that you know affairs here and there and that but they will never stop pursuing tabloid stories when it comes to the royal family because they don't really have an inside and so they just since it is so close they just make a lot of stuff up um and some of it is ends up being true you know they'll have insiders giving them information but i yeah i i just think the american press we get bored and we we're like oh, okay yeah. we're not going to talk about her anymore because she's not the it girl jennifer lawrence isn't in every movie so we're not going to speculate on all of her relationships right now it's like you you know what I'm saying? We just we move on from yeah. topics. Right. Yeah, and we've just moved. I think the culture too has moved on from from the tabloids. I mean, now 
Uh, you know, so I think social media has really changed that. We don't we don't need to we don't need to stand in the grocery store line and pick up the Inquirer to know what Selena Gomez um, ate for breakfast. No, because they're, you know, they're, they're telling us everything. They're telling us everything. Yeah. So I think social media really, really took the fangs out of the tabloids because you can see everything now from their own accounts, or you can go on Facebook. And and see the the the, the latest uh, happenings with Johnny Depp or or, or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. which I think is great because in the eighties and nineties, man, our tabloids were out of control. I mean, they still are. It's just still just a pack of lies. But um, the amount of people that believe it still amazes me. Did you see that Henrietta? What's in the Inquirer? It's like, <laughs> that should never that that should never be a phrase that comes out of anybody's mouth. I don't want to tell people what to do, but you should never start a conversation like this. <laughs> Henrietta, did you see what was in the Inquirer yesterday last week? Oh my that, gosh, Kenny, that we should that should never be a sentence that starts any two way communication between oh, two human beings. I love. I think I'll never forget the the inquirer that had the alien on the front of it shaking hands with a president who was yes it was like a, f- a tabloid oh, nixon. Photo. nixon yes it was nixon Ooh, yeah. that's when they really jumped the shark that yeah or the spaceship more bad boy uh <laughs> hey guys seven o'clock hours coming up don't forget to follow us on social media dawn at dark jason matheson and don't you dare follow kenny don't you even even dare <laughs> stay right there we'll be back uh, don mcclain's take on netflix's the queen's gambit and more when we return pop quiz what can you buy for 3.99 not a latte but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee you can get all your favorite music ad free while other streaming services jack up their prices live one's membership is only 3.99 per month and you can lock in that price for a full year Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.